Meanwhile, in the pod cave. to another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podman Ron. And we have finally got what the nerds have been waiting, all the nerds have been waiting for. Forget about this Avengers Endgame, this little movie that's coming out. The big talk of the town is all about all about the Skywalkers, right? We've got finally got a new Star Wars Episode nine trailer rise. You know, honestly, I felt. And I guess. Skywalker. I guess Disney. I guess Disney knows what they're doing, but I just kind of felt like this kind of hit a squash on the Avengers uh, momentum that they had. It seemed like everybody all of a sudden just quit talking about Avengers and yeah, it's all about Star Wars. All right, well, for a day and a half. I mean, uh, uh, I think yeah. people are still talking more about Star Wars. Wow, because uh, so let's talk about Star Wars. So. Let's talk about Star. <laughs> talk about stars, babe. So we we got Rise of of what is it? Rise of the Skywalker. Skywalkers. Skywalkers. Rise of Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. The Rise of Skywalker. And in it, we see young Ray, and uh, she's <laughs> she's hopping on board uh, a Tie Fighter, probably piloted by Kylo Ren, who's putting his mask back together. And, uh, which well, that in and of itself it. is basically like a, a, a kick in the nuts for, uh, Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, cause he's not, it's not like he got a new mask. He's like you know, welding the old I mean, mask back yeah, It's literally and figuratively redoing what was undone, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just hope so. Let's just hope, let's just hope so. Well, you know, cause I mean, go yeah, ahead. they could have just done a new mask. Yeah. Like that's the that's the, the thing. They couldn't show a new mask and got a chance. To, you know, they're going to make an action figure, so why not make a new mask, a new action figure, a new excuse for the kid to buy it? No, he's going to weld maybe, back the old one. Well, maybe the uh, new order's uh, running low on money, so you got to recycle. I mean, how many times <laughs> yeah. the Star Killer base blew up, and that had to cost a lot? Yeah, money, I mean, right? we. we we did not budget for a new mask for you, Kylo. Sorry. Yeah, you shouldn't have. You should have took care of it. You should have. Giant fucking lasers don't come cheap. No. <laughs> Our budget year starts July 1st. <laughs> I just like that their plan is always a giant laser. It's never not a giant laser. That's well, well, always the plan. If, you, Eventually, if you're a work. bad guy, would, would that not be your plan is just have a giant laser? Eventually, well, there's got to be cheaper ways to, to – I mean, they were – think about this. They were just in an abandoned base. There was only like 30 of them left. Uh, you know what? Here we go. It's there's no escape. Just wall up the base and leave them there to die. <laughs> nope. Get a giant laser. Set up Get a giant laser. Giant laser. Yeah. So what what did we see other than uh, you know I think Podman Ron, you seem to really like the trailer, right? I should. I did like it. I what like was it. Good it, about it? I, it uh, honestly, I'm a big fan of the uh, Force Awakens. I really like that movie. I know everybody shits on it because they say it's just a New Hope remake, but I really like that movie. And 
this this movie felt like it was. Uh, you could tell J.J. Abrams is back. It has that feel to it. Maybe, you know, it just looked a little bit, a little bit more uh, pleasant than the last movie. Okay. It does look like uh, there's a lot of Return of the Jedi uh, uh, visuals, though. I mean, yeah, this, you're right. It, it looks like Oscar Isaacs is straight up wearing Han Solo's costume from the skiff scene. So, and it looks like Billy Dee Williams hasn't changed since uh, Lando is still wearing the long. outfit. <laughs> yeah. Where do you find that? Good old JJ. Uh, but <laughs> well, just, I will say, I, I was happy to see Billy Dee Williams. It, yeah. just, it just seemed right. It seemed right. All right. Well, what seemed right to me is that, so one thing that seemed right, one thing that didn't seem right, is uh, we finally get the characters seemingly back together for some sort of adventure, um, including 3PO and Chewbacca and the three new leads and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, that's good. I, I like seeing that group. Uh, but where, where's R2-D2? Are they going to kill off R2-D2 before the the whole story is over with? You know, where's R2? Oh, wow. Well, I don't know. I didn't. Oh, yeah, but where's he been, though? He wasn't in the last move, the, the last two, really. No, I mean, he was there, but he, he was wasn't. talking about he Luke, was, right? He was there. Yeah, he was in the cockpit. Don't you remember? Uh, yeah, he was Luke? there, but had, like, no part. It was like uh. like he was a coffee table at this point. Yeah, which is kind of sad, right? I mean, that was a, to me, that's the worst well, thing about it is that they could have like, the characters well, going. In all fairness, so were the three original players. They were like coffee tables. That's true, too. That's true. Uh, yeah. It's a new generation. Uh, new generation. Well, the the thing that seems screwy to me, and I was trying to think of like was didn't feel this way with Luke in Return of the Jedi. You felt like Luke went through a bunch of changes over the movies. With Ray, it seems like they're kind of shoving it down your throat. It's like every generation has a legend. Has she really become a legend? You know, we don't well, know how much time has passed, but it's like what the fuck, you know? Well, considering her outfit hasn't changed hardly at all. I mean, yes, it's a new outfit. Little block is about it. Yeah. I was gonna. Ba- I was about to say that. You know, at least in the three original prequels. I mean, the three original Star Wars and the prequels, they changed. Their outfits changed. Their hair would change. This it just seems like she's just wearing the same old thing she wore back well, in yeah. Force Awakens. I mean. It- and they said there's supposed to be this big time jump, but it's this what we've seen of Ray. It looks like well, it's been like you know three weeks since the last movie. I mean, it's like it yeah, was, it, uh, yeah. There wasn't a huge time jump between the second, third, or between the first and the second either. Like uh, it's just weird. They're, they uh, maybe the time jump happens during the film. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I, I I got some information about a time jump. If you want to hear about Avengers Endgame. No, thank you. No. Nope. Okay, fine. But there's, there's some um, time jumps in it. All right. Well, I don't uh, want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> the uh, so we'll soon be able to uh, watch all the Star Wars goodness, including the new Mandalorian, which they showed a few images of that at uh, Star Wars uh, Celebration. Brian, did you actually attend that? No, no, I missed it this year. All right. Well, we know you're. You're a big Disney fan. It was in, with it was in Chicago this year, so, I mean, what? it wasn't even in Orlando. That's it yeah, two years Orlando. ago, it was Orlando. Yeah. Well, they switched cities. But, yeah, two years ago, it wasn't Orlando. So. Uh, well, but, uh, they, they did announce the Disney Plus streaming service that's 
Uh, you know, every fanboy's dream, I think, right? It's got a ton of content coming day one. It's going to have every episode of The Simpsons day one. It's going to have all of the Fox properties. Uh, one of the ones that kind of popped up to me that's like I'd like to, you know, I don't really even watch it anywhere right now, but I'd like to, like, go back through and watch it again is Malcolm in the Middle. You know, so but oh, Malcolm, wow. that's going to be their day one, all seven or eight seasons of it. Um, so they're going to have a huge back catalog because it's going to be not just the Disney stuff, but also the Fox all stuff. The other stuff, yeah. All the stuff they bought. Uh, yeah, all the stuff they bought. Um, so it's, uh, I mean, their catalog is going to rival Netflix like day one between the movies and all the TV shows and all, all the old content that's going to be there. But then they've also got, they, you know, at D23, they announced all the new content that was coming. And so, like you said, Brad, Mandalorian, which we knew was coming for a little while, uh, that that will be a part of it. Um, and so apparently they're showing footage of it. It's supposed to be set uh, after the second Death or It's supposed to be set, uh, set after the second Death Star uh, is destroyed and kind of set up where the First Order came from uh, and how well, you know, the roots of the First Order. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, the... Uh, Falcon and Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah. TV show coming out, which the thought, what the rumor there is that maybe this is uh, where we decide who the new Captain America is. Like that's going to be the whole backdrop is going to be that Steve Rogers is dead, and they're kind of picking up the mantle. Well, and no this spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers. This, well, that's not a spoiler, but it's, <laughs> I don't know that that's happening. Oh, he dies. Trust rumor. me, he dies. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then you've got. Uh, Wanda and Vision. Yeah, that sounds um, horrible. <laughs> it sounds like watching paint dry. Um, <laughs> you suck. The one that does sound the best, to me, sounds the best, is there's an animated series that they're launching called Marvel's What If. Yeah. So well, that sounds pretty great. Every so it'll be an anthology, and every every episode will be a different, uh, you mm-hmm. know, What If. One of uh, I think the first one they said is going to be What If Agent Carter got the Super Captain Soldier America, Serum. Yeah. It's and became Captain America, which seems pretty now, cool. Uh, let me ask you this. Coming your way. Let me ask you this. Is it what if, I guess, for MCU? Yes. Yeah, it's what if for MCU. Yeah. All right. But still, I mean, what, yeah, the what if books back in the in the 80s, like, some were just gold. You know, you'd get, it was kind of like, you know, you'd get some that were kind of like, uh, whatever. But, but by and large, most of those what ifs were pretty great. Um, there's another show. They're doing a couple of documentary series, and this one sounds fascinating to me. Uh, the World According to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yes. The ever-entertaining actor pulls back the curtain on a seemingly familiar object to reveal a world of astonishing connections, fascinating science, and a whole lot of big ideas in this new documentary series. All right. Good. Wow. Wow. Nice. They're going to have a show based at Disney's Animal Kingdom, so it's gonna, almost going to be like a Jack Hanna Wild Planet, but it's going to be at Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is right down the street from my house. And uh, they're going to do a new. Uh, they're going to Brian's going to be on every other episode. That was kind of a plug for your house, somehow or another. Yeah, you can, you can just spot Brian. That'll be the challenge on this show. See if you can spot where's, Brian. Where's this Brian? Week. Brian's in the background. There they're, he is. They're moving the camera. Brian's moving along with it, like in a news report. Uh, excuse me, sir. Please, Come please on. step Come on, out. Guy. 
Uh, and then they've also said that there's a, uh, uh, Phineas and Ferb movie. They're going to do a, a, uh, um, which they kind of should have done in theaters because that was such a like, big show. Like seven or eight years ago? Yeah, like seven or eight years ago. They should have done a Phineas and Ferb movie for kids. 2012 back in the day. all over again. Yeah, I mean. So, but that was huge. They're going to do a high school musical TV show. Oh, they're God. doing, um. God, it's like 2012 all over again. Yeah. Jesus Christ. They're doing a an untitled so far. Well, they're going to do season seven of Clone Wars, so they're going to wrap up the Clone Wars. They're doing um, a Cassie Andor and uh, K2SO series, um, which everybody loves K2SO and yeah. Rogue One. He was he was the best part of the series. They've also got an untitled Marvel Universe series. They've got the Loki TV series, uh, and then the rumor now is or the the not rumor, I guess it's kind of confirmed. They're going to do a Hawkeye series that's going to focus on Clint and training uh, the new Hawkeye, Kate Bishop. All right. Talking so, about me, Brian. Tons <laughs> of stuff. All right. Everything you'd ever want for seven bucks. Seven for seven bucks. Oh, no. For now. Then they'll jack that shit up. Oh, yeah. They'll get you. They'll get you. And then they'll keep you. They're no fools. Well, and that, on the heels of that tremendous announcement and all the content that's coming with it, uh, today there was an announcement for Marvel's counterpart, which is probably not so good. Brad, did you, you heard this, right? Yeah, something about uh, some trouble in the swamp. Trouble on the bayou. Trouble on the bayou, yeah. Uh, so the DC, DC Universe app, which I've subscribed to, I went in and did the whole year. Uh, it had, so far, they haven't got a ton of content. I mean, well, they've got a back catalog of old TV shows and movies. Uh, but the new content, so far, they've done Young Justice Season 3. They've done Titans Season 1. We're almost through the end of Doom Patrol. And next month, Swamp Thing is supposed to start. And the Swamp Thing was kind of pitched. It was by David, or James Wan is the, is the producer, the guy that did Aquaman. Um, and it was, I mean, it's there, it was full steam ahead. They were saying it was going to be the Alan Moore stories based in the Alan Moore Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing stories, which you know, is pretty great. I mean, that's, that's what everybody loves. Uh, it was set for 13 episodes and they shut down production this week during episode 10 to go into rewrites to make episode 10 a finale. Yeah. Cause they don't Just know if they're coming back. Just to end it. And, they don't and, know what's coming back, the show or the whole DC Universe thing? The whole DC Universe thing. What the so, fuck? What uh, happened? Apparently, apparently, uh, one, they knew that they did, you know, it's, it's, it's also $6.99 a month. So they also, they knew that, hey, we don't have the content that DC just, or that Disney just, you know, it's glaringly obvious they do not have the machine behind this to be a competitor to Dis- to the Disney Plus I don't app. know. I mean, if you're looking at all of what War- it's in Warner Brothers' books, I mean, plus all there the you go. There you- and stuff. Right, I mean, there you go. That's what, but that's what you're saying. That's, that's it. So the problem is it's the DC Universe app. So what apparently is happening is they're going to – shut down DC Universe app or have it dovetail into a Warner Media app. 
and have DC Universe be a channel inside of a Warner Media app. But if that's the case, you know, how much, how much product do they actually need? You know, do they want to actually do all, you know, DC content or do they want to branch this stuff off into some other projects? Like bringing back the B in Department 23 yep. for a season three. Finally. Thank God. So, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, that's, they've shut down production on, on, uh, they're filming episode 10 and shut down production to go back into scripts to make episode 10 the final episode of Swamp Thing. Because they don't know what's happening with DC Universe app with potential for a Warner Media app. So, uh, but, you know, up in the air is Titan Season 2. They haven't even started filming it. You know, the Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol Season 2, uh, the other stuff, you know, Stargirl was supposed to be going into production. Um, we also were supposed to have that Harley Quinn animated series. It's all up in the air right now. So, and that was just today. So, I guess we'll... So, it so, was wild is about 20 minutes before they made the announcement about Swamp Thing, they did a teaser for Swamp Thing. Yeah. Did, uh, so. so all this means is that you need to give us that, uh, Shazam TV show retro review as soon as possible. As soon as possible. I tried, man. I tried <laughs> to watch that first episode. God damn. <laughs> it's, it's brutal. What, from the old days? Yeah, you know what's wild? They didn't call him the Wizard Shazam. They called him Mentor. Mm, mentor. Like his yeah, name was Mentor. Right. I don't. I don't know why they they wouldn't call him the Wizard Shazam. But yeah, his name was Mentor. Because the he time. wasn't the the old the old man that rode with him wasn't the Wizard Shazam. He would yeah. talk. It was Methuselah. He would talk to the old Wizard Shazam. Like. He would have these like dream sequences where he would talk to the old wizard Shazam, but the old man that was in the van, that was just some old rando in a van. <laughs> some random that. who had no name. It wasn't like he was like Mr. So and so. He was called yeah. Mentor. He called mentor. him Mentor the entire time. Yeah, it's weird. So I gotta go what what is that on? Is that on the DC It's on the DC universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought it might have been on Prime or something. Oh, I'm sure you can find it other places. I'm sure it's probably all over online. YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I watch that. Well, speaking of things on YouTube, there were a, there was a few scenes from Avengers Endgame that was released. All was right, just leaked, oh, I should say. Jesus Christ! I'm just, I'm oh. just. This is part of the news. I'm not saying what it is. I'm just saying that yes. Well, there's also a letter from J.J. Abrams. I mean, from the Bruto brothers that said, "Don't be a dick, don't be, don't be a dick. Don't be a douchebag." Let everybody enjoy. All I'm Stop saying, spoiling. all I'm saying is, I went to Pornhub and I found it. I forgot how what what it's listed under, uh, but it was a solid five minutes worth of scenes. And can I say, I'll just say this, okay? What what do you guys think? Maybe one of the big plot points of the movie might be. I don't want to. No, I don't want to know any of this. What What do you think Hulk's persona is going to be like? Based on the toys that have been released and the fig and all this other stuff, right? So that's that's really the spoiler type territory we're talking here. We're not showing caps getting. Well, speaking of spoilers, speaking like well, of spoilers, yeah. what about Ultraman? <laughs> what a great segue! Yeah, let's. What are we through with the news segment? That's in the TV segment. Are we going to straight to? TV? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Let's just go straight to TV. All right. I think we might have something else in news. Uh, oh, okay. Well, what do you got news? You really threw me off uh, with that segue. <laughs> I was I was admiring that segue, and I had to stop for a second. Yeah. I will ask this question while you're thinking about that, Brian. Is uh, when is Karate Kid coming out? I mean, uh, 
Cobra Kai season two. Uh, the 24th, next weekend. Okay, cool. So. Okay. Cannot wait. That was such a good show, man. It was a very good show. Yeah, I, I, I don't have anything else in the news stuff. Right. We, we pretty much covered it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> False alarm. Let's go to TV. Podman Ron, you seem very anxious to talk about Ultraman for no reason. Ultraman! Yeah, I liked it. It was good. It was the uh, Ultraman cartoon. Yeah. It's actually, Brad, you're the one that kind of got me uh, interested yeah. in it because yeah. you were telling me about it and you were telling me what, what I always like because I like, uh, I like continuity and this supposedly was, co- you know, connected to the old Ultraman TV show from the 1960s. And, uh, it's like a continuation of that story, but, you know, set in the future. And, uh, so I watched the, uh, first episode and what struck me really well was the, is the, uh, anime for it. I love the animation. Like okay. I mean, oh my God, it was, it's really, it's great. And, uh, the story was really good. The, you know, it's not, I like the fact that they're not just fighting big dinosaurs. They're, you know, they're fighting like, you know, aliens and they're, you know, they're monster looking, but they're not, you know, like they were back in the 60s. Right. Brian, have you watched any of that yet? I have not yet. The animation I found kind of off-putting, but, uh. No, 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 no. It's really good. I opted, I opted for Black Summer. So. I have never even heard of I would, Summer. I would strongly uh, suggest watching Ultraman. Wow. I would give it a five, I'd give it a four, but, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it was enjoyable. Wow. I didn't finish it yet, but. That's really strong ratings for you for, uh, yeah. for anime that you're not necessarily a big fan of. No, I'm not a big fan of anime whatsoever, so. My anime stopped at Speed Racer and Star Blazer, so. <laughs> <laughs> Are you boarding a helicopter? Who, me? <laughs> yeah, you're Yeah, I am actually. But anyway, that's that's uh, check it out right, if you uh, want something. Just kind of watch. The episodes are like twenty twenty five minutes, and uh, they they go by pretty fast. So very enjoyable. All right. Well, uh... Brian, tell us why the hell Black Black Monday. So I've been watching Black Monday on Showtime with Don Cheadle, which I enjoy quite a bit. This is not it, right? This is not it. This oh, okay. is Black Summer. Oh, okay. Black Summer right. on uh, Netflix. It's the new zombie TV show that's out. Oh, uh, God. It's about the beginning of a uh, zombie outbreak. Oh, uh, God. It's 2010 it, all over again. Yeah, It does. It uh, Where it varies... It, where, for those of you that are tired of The Walking Dead spending an entire episode on Carol baking cookies, this is the zombie television show for you. <clears throat> so, they've uh, the production value is very high. The uh, action is is pretty great. The uh, it's fast zombies, uh-huh. um, and they turn instantly. Like the minute you die, you you're back. You know, so, uh, the, it starts, it follows a thread almost like a relay race. It kind of starts with one person and then it kind of, she intersects with another person 
and it, and it follows her for a few more seconds, then it backs up and takes that that person she intersected with and shows their perspective, and then then they'll cross over with another character, and then it'll pick up almost just like a relay race. The story kind of threads through in relay the entire season. Relay races through about ten characters and where they kind of intersect and then cross back paths again, but it gives you a chance to see what's happening from a different angle. It's eight episodes. Each episode varies between like 40 minutes and an hour. So it's a quick watch. Okay. There is not a lot of character development. It's all, oh shit, run from this. Okay, wait a minute. No, we got to run again. So <laughs> <laughs> there is there is a little bit of backstory, but there's not that monologuing that you get nowadays with, with Walking Dead. There's not the, the just the slow, you know, dragging pieces you get with Walking Dead, and uh, there's a lot more action than is in your typical episode of of Walking Dead. So it, it's good if you have time to start another post-apocalyptic <laughs> zombie series. Well, who doesn't? Everybody should make time. But, uh, again, it's, it's it's good, but you know, I. And it's, and it's short enough to where you can power it out in, you know, a couple of nights. But, uh, yeah, it's not, uh, there's not a ton of meat there. So if you're looking for something that's just a lot of action, that's kind of the antithesis of what Walking Dead is on a regular basis, it's a, it's a good show to kind of, and a good show to kind of get you over the hump if you're missing Walking Dead right now. But, uh, it's good and the bad. It's not, uh, there's not all the extra baggage of Walking Dead. You see, the, which is a the, good thing. But the bad thing is also it's like you're not really vested in any of these characters either. So when somebody see, dies, it's like, all right, well, that seems about right. So. Well, see, that's the thing I, I like about Walking well, I'm the only one left that likes Walking Dead. I just, uh, I like the characters. I like the, the building up of characters. I, if, if it was a week after week of zombies just attacking all the time, that would just get old after a while. I mean, well, it would be uh, like, ugh. That's why it's only eight episodes. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's and it's spans about a I don't know thirty six hour period. It's 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 not even like you know a week. It's 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 literally they're, they're running 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 trying to get to like the the, uh, the safe zone that the military's you know branched off or uh, uh, secured at this stadium. But the whole thing is most episodes are like 40, 45 minutes. So in eight episodes, you can watch the whole thing in, you know, five hours, something like that. Right. Um, so, yeah, if if that, it may be more like four because there's there's some 30-minute episodes. So right. it's a quick watch. It's it's pretty action-packed. Any, uh, anybody we know in it or just all – it's just complete? No one. Okay. It's all – yeah. It's all unknown people. Uh, but what about the the blood and gore factor? Is it kind of sanitized or over the top uh, torture porn or what? No, it's not over the top. It's it's not sanitized. It's it, I think it kind of makes sense. It's not like you're going to hang around and see what happens to the body when shit goes down. So when somebody gets killed, you you bug out. Yeah. So you get a sense of what just happened to them, and they don't necessarily you know. Of show, they don't move the camera off of it to make you know to to shield you from it. They move the camera off it because you're 
uh, you know, bugging out, getting the hell out of there. So, yeah. No, I'll try. You know, I'll try it. Sounds interesting, actually. I'll try it. All right. Give it a shot. So what rating are you giving this, Brian? I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. A a three? Yeah. So well, maybe I won't try it then if that's all you're gonna get. It. I, mean, I think a three is don't try it, right? No, uh, no, three, three is, is Yeah, explain three. this again to us, BMR. A three is you can like it or not. You know, you watch it one time and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's a three. Okay. It's a three. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. If you got so, time to kill, if you're trying yeah. to avoid having a conversation with your well, wife or loved ones, yeah. children, <laughs> and, and you you, you want to escape from you know the doldrum that is your life. Well, watch this. There's worse ways to do it. Here, here's a zombie. You know. Well, speaking of uh, escaping from your life and being able to power through it, I know uh, Brian, you were wanting Podman Ron to to watch all of the Discovery episodes so we can well, oh, yeah. talk about that. Well, let me let me say, I watched the first two episodes. Excellent. I and the reason I only I started watching the first episode one night. I was tired and I should have not started it, and I fell asleep. It it felt boring, and I fell asleep. (laughs) So, like, I put it down for a day or so, and I thought, man, I don't know. This is, but then I watched it again, and uh, and you're still bored. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, we're there. We're here. Podman Ron, like, the world wants to know how you feel about Star Trek Discovery. I, I liked last. I liked last season a lot. This one seems even better. It seems like they've really gotten into their footing, and you know their characters have are just a little bit more uh, more Star Trek. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're more. Settle down. They don't look like they're all evil like they did last year. And, well, uh, a lot of that can be hung on Anson Mount's shoulders. He is a terrific uh, Captain Pike. You're exactly so. right. You're exactly right. He he brings he brings that old Star Trek feel to it. You know, he brings the brings that back. So I really really like that. And so, to, so much so, there's a petition going around, you know, like a uh, week and a half, two weeks ago, they said that, you know, hey, they're not coming back for season two. They'll hand the baton off to a new captain. Um, but then a petition started to give him his own Pike TV series, a Pike-based Enterprise TV series on uh, on CBS All Access. So people are really digging him as, uh, as the captain. Uh, now, it, it, this season is more of a slow burn. You know, and uh, in, in the first half of the season's the tease of you kind of wear Spock, right? So you don't expect to see Spock until episode seven, probably. See, I'm not. I, that's that's the one thing I hate about this show. You know that I, I don't like any of this connection to the old Star Trek at all. Uh, wow. Well. I know. I'm sure, uh, but it should just be in. Passing mention, and that's the not the not. Oh, I'm I'm the sister that he never spoke about. <laughs> I mean, well, oh my. Uh, and here's I, I don't know. We're at episode eleven now, 
And it's 12, it's 12 episodes this season. So it is a shorter season than the first season was. And that's probably because the first season was in production for such a long time. I mean, it was in production for like two years. Right. Um, but there's something like it's a slower burn, but I just realized like halfway, I had like an epiphany, like halfway through episode 10, episode 10, what the hell is actually happening and what it means for the future. And it's going to address why the hell Spock never talks about her. And it's going to address some other stuff that I've said on the podcast that I would like the next Star Trek movie to be. Oh. Uh, It's, yeah. And I wish you had powered through it so we could be talking about it right now. Well, by next week, I will watch it. All right, because it's going to be, it'll be a pretty big discussion. Because I, uh, I, I have, I've really enjoyed everything I've watched on it. It's there, really, really good. There are two big things that will spin out of this season. And one of them is, it's almost like they listen to the pod men. Wow. One of the things that, almost. that, that, that almost, we know they didn't. No, of course but, not. But, uh, like, no, come on, don't sell yourself so, short. But it's almost as if there's a big critique that PMR has said that he wished had happened, and it's going to happen. It's going to be your wish fulfillment. And there's something that I have said numerous times that I wish would happen. Uh, it's like they've said, hey, we're making season three for PMR and, and Brian of the Podman. Wow. Damn, man. Shit. So. Now I'm going to go home and power through this. Tonight, I, I to told you to power through it a week ago. So, yeah, but it, you, you're not going to start to realize what's happening. Uh, I, I, it hit me in episode ten. What the hell is actually going to happen? Like, what, what's? Yeah. So I'm gonna I, I wish I could give you a more. clue. I wish I could, uh, but I'm sure you don't want me to spoil it for you. I'm, I'm actually like, I'm actually liking the cast a little bit more than I did last year. I'm really. Which I did like Burnham anyway. I, I liked her character last year, so I mean she's Saru's a lot better this season. Uh, I like the last season. I, well, I, the uh, the redhead chick. I like her. I like the fat chick. Oh, there's a lot of chicks on this. Chick. There's a lot of chicks on this show that I've noticed. There's so much wrong with that sentence. Women are the future, Ron. Yeah. Man. I'm just saying, there's just yeah. there's there's a lot of females on it. A little bit too much pussy for my action, you know. I like, a, <laughs> like, I like a little, I like, my, I like, I like a lot of cocks on my starship. I like my starship full of semen. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Pretty good. But uh, no, no, it's a great show. It really is. I mean, it. It's uh. I'm, I'm anxious to finish powering through it. Then I'm going to be depressed because it's going to be a year before I can watch it again. So. <laughs> well, and, and they've they've started to flesh out the Picard cast, so we we know there's but, uh, it's like four supporting is, characters. Is yeah. it like I said it was going to be? Is he going to be like taking a ship off into the galaxy and doing the whole Firefly type thing? God damn it. I want to say something so bad. I wish you had powered through this shit. Just say it. It doesn't matter if you spoil it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right, hell yes. All right. So this this whole season's been about the Red Angel, 
this red angel entity shows up at different points in the universe. Right. They don't know what the hell it is. Well, uh, you find out, and I'm not going to give you the whole thing. It's time travel, which I mean, you can probably guess. You know, it's future technology. Nobody has that now, so it's time travel. So it's not like it's an, a deity or some sort of you know alien entity. It's it's someone from the future traveling back in time. Right. Uh, and they haven't said this yet, right? But the the end game of the whole story is going to be uh, just like they get lost in the Mirror Mirror universe last season. This season they're going to get stuck in the future, and so two things are going to happen. There's the alien. There's there's in this season there's a threat of this alien. There's uh, um. Oh, they're going to get wiped from existence. They're going to get sent into the future, and it's going to be a two things. One, right now, there's future technology coming back in time that's trying to capture the Red Angel. So that's like the – it's the origin of the Borg. It's the origin of the Borg in our universe, and it's going to jump forward into the future so that you're getting your post-next-generation launching pad for the Picard TV show. Is that really going to what's going to happen? Because that's fucking awesome if it is. Yeah, yeah. So the, this is the beginning of the Borg. So you don't realize the Borg has origins in the next generation time, in, in the original Star Trek series time period. And they jump forward in the future because basically the Borg are trying to get this data. They're, they're not called the Borg yet, but it's nanite technology, and they're already reanimating Starfleet people that are dead. So, but they're trying to get this, this, this data. The data was taken onto the discovery and it's taken over the ship. So they can't purge the data. So the thought was to destroy the discovery. They try to destroy it and it puts the shields up and it basically the artificial intelligence, artificial intelligence protects the discovery. So their only other shot is to go forward in the future. So they're going to time jump in the future to get it away from this entity, this te- this that's uh, that's trying to get the data. It's oh, shit. It's the Borg, which I've said that's what I wanted the 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 Star Trek the next Star Trek movie to be to see how how Kirk would have fought the Borg, right? Right, right, right. So I've said that, and you've always said, hey, I don't care about next generation or seeing a, a, an original series. I want to see something that deals with you know, what happened after next generation. Absolutely. Well, guess what? That's what the hell you're fixing to get. They're going to jump forward in time, and you're going to get a, uh, you're going to get cameos from Picard and Starfleet, and you know you can get Jonathan Frakes back for stuff. So you, and that will be your soft launch into the Picard TV show, just like season two of Discovery has been all about Section Thirty One because they're doing a Michelle Yeoh six, Section Thirty One TV show. That would be freaking badass. It's the Borg. And it's Star Trek and the Next Generation. And that's why Spock never talks about her. Because in his mind, she died when he was... Uh, she died ten years before... Eight years before the, uh, Kirk took over the Enterprise. That would be badass. What they would be even better is if they were just wiped out of the existence. Like, you know, people forgot about them. So that's why all of it, that they don't talk about it at all. Like, you know, that's why they don't have holograms on 
original series Star Trek like they do. With well, they've right? already done that because all this stuff is so steeped in bad stuff that Section 31 is doing. They Basically, most of it's going to be redacted. Like there's, they, you couldn't talk about it because the Section 31 stuff is such a black eye on on Starfleet and the United Federation of Planets, right? So, yeah. so there, there's, that's a logical reason why they they wouldn't talk about it is because it's such a such a taboo and 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 you know only select few would even know that it was even happened because it would be so redacted and and top secret. And Michael Burnham's like key to all of it. So, there you go. Damn, that would be kick-ass. That would be very freaking cool. All right. Yeah. That's a, that's a Podman exclusive. One of the coolest scenes is uh, the AI, the, um, the, it's not the Borg, it's called Control. It's a computer system that's, that Section 31 created. Control is like what's trying to get a hold of that artificial intelligence uh, to like merge and, and basically become truly sentient or whatever. Uh, it leaps into one of the ships and just opens all the airlocks and purges everybody out into space, vents everyone out in space, uh, but then uses nanites to reanimate some of the some of the crew members that died aboard the ship and uses them as uh, as Borgs. Wow, badass. Badass. That, is, that is pretty damn badass. All right, so, I'm back. I'm back. There you go. I was already back into it because I thought it was really good. But, man, that sounds freaking awesome. So, oh, in the last episode, uh, that basically Pike leaves the ship because they're going to go. They're going on their mission. You know, the, the last episode's to, uh, tomorrow. It'll air. So Pike leaves to go back to the Enterprise. And basically, he's like, you know, gets a cliffhanger. He's like, so, you know, my last active duty is to appoint the new captain. And so, uh, you don't know if he's going to appoint Saru or if he's going to appoint Burnham as the captain. So, there you go. I wonder who it'll probably be Burnham. Yeah. But, I mean, either way. It probably will be. So good. Right. So yeah, you're. Yeah, that that sounds freaking awesome, man. Wow, Podman Ron is totally in on this, aren't you? I am totally into it. Okay, all right. I may watch it one day. Uh, are, people are people are talking about it on the radio. Very excited. Lots of <laughs> lots of excitement. People are very excited about uh, Nostradamus's theory here. Uh, you know, yeah, that's right. Nerdstromus is back. Uh, people don't realize that PMR not only is a uh, podcaster, but also a ham radio enthusiast. I do love ham radio. I was listening uh, to that scanner. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Brian. That's that's a good save right there. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of other good saves, what could save the Hellboy universe? Uh, did you see it? Yeah, I think it, yeah. You never answered my text the other day. I was still in in morning denial. Wow, I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> All right, it so was, uh, 
Well, but oh, you go ahead. Let's let's, I, let's talk about it. So the the setup we we we've had two Hellboy movies that did okay. People seem to like them. Hellboy yep. went away for a while. Now he's back. Brand new reboot. It's not a third Hellboy movie. It's a complete reboot with new characters or, or new actors at least. Um, and uh, nobody was really it's impressed a- with the the trailers that came out. And so. I think from the trailers, if I remember, we had some pretty low PMRs, PMR ratings, uh, based on just the trailer. Uh, and then the first few reviews came out and the Rotten Tomato scores were pretty darn low. Um, so what? It's currently 15%. Oh wow. So it's going now, up. It's going up a tear, uh, tad. All right. My, uh, gut on the, it, it probably doesn't deserve a 15%. Um, it's when I look, cause I went and I looked and I was like, what other movies? Let's, let, let's go Google some stuff. Uh, last summer there was a, a movie by uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson called rampage. Yeah. Rampage made 52%. Cause America that loves Dwayne was, Johnson. That turd was almost fresh. Yeah. It was 8% for being fresh. Hellboy does not deserve a 15 Wow. But the reason Hellboy got a 15 is, well, it doesn't deserve, but it also doesn't deserve a 52. Uh, it's probably a 35. Um, which, you know, uh, it's the reason it got such a low score though is because it wasn't needed. You didn't need to do a reboot. You did, it, they left the last movie on a cliffhanger, right? Cause Liz was pregnant. Um, so you had a franchise, like you said, Brad, that everybody liked, that was, it wasn't Avengers successful or, or Marvel successful, but it was successful. You know, it, it, it made its money back. Um, there wasn't ever a risk of there not being a, a Hellboy 3, except Guillermo del Toro got pulled off to go do the Lord of the Rings movies, which never happened. And then he kind of got diverted and wanted to do Pacific Rim. And he just never worked his way back to it. By the time he worked his way back to it, the Marvel effect had happened. The Marvel effect had happened, and and, and uh, they decided, your new line decided, wait a minute, we want to build the BPRD and treat it like our Avengers and have this big, sprawling universe. And that's where we're at. Here's my problem with it. It, it started out pretty good. I liked the beginning. I did. I liked it. I, the whole wrestling thing at the beginning, and it, that was fun. And then after that, it just went downhill. It was like a plane crash. I don't, I cannot even count the number of scenes they had in this movie. It was like every time you turned around, they were doing a different, they were at a different location or fighting. A, I mean, it was constant and nothing really connected very well. It didn't seem. I mean, it was all place. It was all over the place. I can't even look back on it now and tell you anything that happened other than the beginning and them fighting the giants towards the beginning. And then the <laughs> the end was just, the last hour was just, holy shit. I, it was so confusing and so bad yeah. and crazy yeah. that it just went off the fucking rails. I mean, and they were it, was trying about, to... it was about Sorry. 30 minutes too long. I mean, it. It was it was way too long. Well, there was way too much world building too. And yes, so, yes, you're the, What they did was, you know, they started with the whole thing about him being in Mexico, and like you said, it was 
He went to the wrestling match, and his partner was up there wrestling, and it turned into a vampire. And that was fun. That was a nice, you know, pre-credit scene, you know, to right. show the banner of Hellboy. And hey, this is kind of what you're on the on, you know, uh, in store for. Uh, and then it went into, and Mike Mike Mignola was like the executive producer of this, and you can tell, like, he tried to cram his yeah. stories directly into this, but he tried to cram too many. So what well, you have was like. I was gonna say there. I heard there was like four or five different Hellboy Hell stories that are crammed yes. into this. Yes. So the whole story about the baby and the iron and and the baby being missing—that was a whole story, right? That was that was one of the that was one of the uh, uh, the one shots from Hellboy. Baba Yaga is like a big a big character, so they had to have like a a quick snippet of Baba Yaga in there, like a like a, a couple of scenes of Baba Yaga in there. She can say, "Hey, this is gonna be a bad guy later." You had to have Lobster Johnson in there. So Lobster Johnson's like the Captain America of of the Hellboy universe. You know, uh, at the end, you had to tease Abe Sapien, right? Um, you had the whole King Arthur connection oh, and, then, and, and then the thing, with Exc- the thing with Excalibur, which, uh, like, just totally felt really out of left field. Like, it was all awesome. that Hellboy is a descendant of King Arthur, and that, and so he could wield Excalibur. That uh-huh. seemed like like Excalibur was never friggin' mentioned, like until like, like the third act. Suddenly, Hellboy's got Excalibur, and he's wielding it, which is just bizarre. You've got um, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. But the the the, the King Arthur stuff was. God awful. It just didn't make any sense. Um, yeah, it was just way too much. Well, you had the whole Jaguar God as his partner, uh, BPRD. Yeah, you could tell it was like, hey, we want to make, we want to make this seem like it's such a big scope of this universe that we've got years and years of stories to tell because we want to get some of that Marvel money. Yeah, you're going to cram it all in one movie. How are you going to tell anything? Because everything's right. all, they told it all. But here's, but because oh, they did is... all this, it, they, it lacked characterization. I mean, like, you couldn't get any type of enjoyment off any of the characters. I mean, Hillboy himself was so one-dimensional, and then all his supporting characters were so forgetful that it was pathetic, man. I mean, it was really, really pathetic. I think the, one of the biggest things that, that took me out of this movie was they made us sit through Hellboy's origin again. They showed us the uh, the the demonic ritual that Rasputin did to call Hellboy up from hell. They, I think they even used the same actor from Hellboy 1 as Rasputin. <laughs> and they had uh, uh, Cronenberg, Croning there, you know, the clockwork Nazi, they had him there. But the scene, like, in the first movie, they were on the island, and it was raining, and there was, like, a, there was like these ruins and a cave, and, and it, was, it, it, it was shot really, really well. The production value was really, really well. This, like, this scene, it looked like it was styrofoam props, like, yeah, it was it did, so yeah. poorly, like, the, the, the scene, the, the decor, like, the, the backdrop of this scene just looked like they were standing on a soundstage doing it. It was really jarring. It's like, why, if you're going to use the same actor, 
and two people that were there the first time are still freaking standing there. It's not like a different movie studio is producing it. Just use the old the old footage <laughs> that was clearly better. Well, what I could understand is like, the whole reboot thing is ridiculous because for one thing. You could just if Ron Perlman didn't want to play, like, play Hellboy, this guy who played Hellboy wasn't yeah, as good as Ron Perlman. It wasn't nearly as good as Ron Perlman. But who cares? He's in makeup. No one gives a shit if he looked a little different. You could have continued the story. Selma Blair. I like Selma Blair, but if you would have swapped her off with Al with some other black haired chick, it would have been fine. No one would have cared or noticed. Or if they did, just get rid of her. Say she died in childbirth and now you got Hellboy having on the hill, baby, you know, tell that story. That would have been interesting, you know. I mean, uh, and then introduce these other characters if you wanted to, but you could still have connected to those other movies. And then you wouldn't have to retell the origin and it wouldn't have all this stuff crammed in. Yeah. Oh, my God, it was just so and that, terrible. And that's why it's got a 15, because it wasn't needed. You didn't need to do a reboot. You could have continued... You could have done everything you just said, Bimar. You could have continued yeah. the story with a new actor as Hellboy without completely devaluing everything that happened before. Uh, and honestly, uh, we liked, we, we enjoyed that universe. Like, there was, yeah, that, both those movies were successful. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they, they felt the need to reboot it just for the hell of it because they, well, we need to start over if we're going to turn this into a, you know, a, Mega franchise, and now we're not even. There's not going to be a Hellboy two for this. No, there's not, and it's a shame too because I would have liked to if they would have not shoved everything into one movie. I wouldn't mind going back to this universe and you know them having other movies on it, but not like this. This is horrible. Holy God, it was. It wasn't even fun at the by the end. By the end, it was just just awful. Yeah. The King Arthur stuff just, uh, I that can't say, it, it felt so forced. It, it, like, it didn't make any sense. It's, well, but know, again, I'm sure a, that's, I'm sure that's a story arc. It, that they, it, just, it just seemed like we moved from movie to movie. It was, it seemed like an anthology in this movie. It was just scenes of just, like he just said, they were just stories, different stories. And that's just, they tried to connect them together, but none of them really connected very well together. They, they, they might have story-wise connected, but tone of the movie was so disjointed because of it. Oh, was yeah. terrible. Whew. Not great. How, no. how, how was the, uh, whatever, David uh, Harbour or whoever, the head new Hellboy? You said he, he was, was all right. He said he was one-dimensional. He was... He, yeah, he wasn't great. They said that the whole production, he was fighting with the uh, directors and all, and the directors were uh, the director was getting, you know, pushed around by the producers. Uh, yeah, he wasn't that great. I'll be honest. With you. I'm, I agree with you. He was he was not Ron Perlman at all. I mean, he just just was. I, I cannot even put my finger on it. What it was about him. Just not great. Well, I think he, that, Ron was, Perlman had this arrogance about him in the role and this uh really Ron Perlman seemed like Hellboy, like you know, like he just seemed big and mean and I don't know, an oddball. This guy well, just seemed like some guy in makeup. Well but also the, he tried to play him like a kinda like a petulant teenager. 
like a rebellious teenager. Uh, Perlman didn't do that. Like that was like a whole like under uh, undercurrent of the story. It was like him being rebellious against Professor Broom. And then uh, uh, one of the things that got me was it's like when they dubbed his voice, they they made him wear the prosthetics again because his his like when he talked, he still kind of sounded a little slurred or like mumbly. You know, they had to have dubbed like uh, the audio again in a studio. But but yeah, I don't understand why it would still sound like he's wearing a prosthetic, you know, <laughs> rubber mask well, when he's when he's doing the audio. Well, oh, Ian, after filming. Ian McShane sounded weird, and I know he's got a unique voice, but there's something about it in this movie that just was a little more off-putting than usual. <laughs> than your normal. Like movie. I swear to God, I think I think he was drunk when he made this movie. Because he sounded like he was slurring more than usual. You know that dude's like 75 years old? Yeah. Holy shit, he don't look like 75. Yeah. Uh, He's a a national treasure. Yeah. I would give this a definitely like a two. It would be a, I will never see it again, but if you want to see it, good luck. Is that what two, is that what two means? That's what two is. One means stay away. Two sub means I wouldn't recommend it, but if you all want to see it, go see it. Uh, there you go. I give it a two. So as a one, you forbid people from seeing it? Yes. I forbid you. No. <laughs> like apparently. I strongly recommend you not go see it. Okay. That's a two. So no, that's a one. Oh, hell, I don't know. Well, Brian probably gave it a one, I would imagine. No, I'll, I'll probably give it a two just because I don't feel like feel like it deserved a 15. Like I feel like I feel like that movie was a 35. What would your Rotten Tomatoes score be of that movie? Would it be a 15? No, I, I agree with you on that. I, it would be t- between 25 and a 35, though. I mean, it wouldn't be very high, but it didn't deserve – it doesn't deserve a 15, but it doesn't deserve – a 50-something either. I well, mean, see, that's part of the problem with all this, is you've got the filmmakers deciding, hey, we're going to make this. They made the same mistake DC made with the Justice League. It's like, it's like you know, we want to we be Marvel, but we want to be Marvel right now. Right, yeah you, yeah. you can't do it without paying the dues. Right. So they made the exact same mistake again. Uh, and then, the, flip, and then the, the, the critics are like, well, it's not Marvel. So, like, some critics are saying, hey, they're comparing this against Marvel, which you can't really do because they, they haven't had time to, to build the universe that way. Uh, and then a lot of them are like, you know, uh, uh, they're not rating the material. They're rating the material based off of, we. I, I, I wish we just had Hellboy 3 instead. We all wish we just had Hellboy 3 instead. But so I think a lot of the reviews were based, were based on outside factors other than just the movie. While the movie wasn't great, it wasn't a fifteen. I mean, could you have seen a, I mean, it's been, it's been like 11 years since Hellboy, the last Hellboy. They could have literally done a, a 10 year old Hellboy. That would have been fun to actually, fun to watch, you know? I mean, unique. You know, him, who Hellboy has always acted like a kid himself because, you know, I mean, the way he was raised. I mean, even the Ron Perlman, you know, he wasn't as baby and teenagerish as, uh, this new one, but, you know, he grew up in solitude and everything, so he was still kind of immature. But 
how it would be for him to be raising a kid, you know, especially at 10 years old, that would have been really cool to watch. That would have been interesting. That would have been a different type of story. But, no, they had to rehash this crap and, you know, tell his origin again that no one gave a shit about. <laughs> I mean, it was the same exact origin. I mean, if you're going change, do something different, change it up a little bit. I don't see it same thing happening again. Well, but they did it so much better in the first in the Ron Perlman. They they told that story so much better. So all right. actually there was actually a few scenes in the, the movie I just laughed at. I mean it, I literally laughed out loud because it was just stupid. I mean uh, it was just bad. It was just that bad. Did Alex go see it with you? Oh, yeah. It's his favorite movie ever. No, I'm just kidding. He hated it. <laughs> Absolute Alex. All right, good. No, he, he absolutely hated it. So there you go on that. I liked it better than him. That's not saying much. <laughs> so right. it was so bad we didn't sit through the end credit. Oh, you missed a, a second Lobster Johnson scene. Well, we we saw that one, but then after that, I was like, "Yeah, let's go." We didn't want to stick around for another one. It was like yeah. by that time, it was like almost it was after two hours. It was like, "Good God, let's just get the fuck out of here." Yeah, the second one was about Baba Yaga because basically they shoved her in there because so, she would be the main villain of the next movie, which we'll we'll never get. <laughs> So they tried. Well, I don't know. We say that. Let me throw this out in uh, news. I just heard this tonight. We're getting a Tomb Raider too. So, and I heard. I thought that movie tanked, but apparently, uh, it did well enough to warrant a number two. Mm. I don't think anybody. Uh, well, there was no desire to see Hellboy. This Hellboy from the get go. I don't think they're gonna. At least, uh, I think Laura Croft people were at least interested into that movie because uh, the, the video games have been very strong. Like the because they they've done three video games now, which kind of started over the whole franchise. And the first movie is heavily from that first video game, uh, and the, and the video games really well was was scored you know really well and, and really well liked. So plus, I don't think that that was a tremendous budget for that film, so it probably made its money back. And they've got two really good scripts already sitting there because of the video games. Oh, and, and, and that's the thing nowadays. You know, uh, video games are, are, a, are a huge competitor to, to movies box office now. When, yeah. when a new game launches, if they sell a million copies, well, it's a $60 video game. Right? So that's they make $60 million day one. So... And most of it's just downloaded content. You know, you get the diskette, but the diskette's really just a code so you can download the game. So, you know, it's all it's all just content at this point, uh, whether it's a movie in the theater or, or a video game. But, yeah, if you sell 2 million copies of Mortal Kombat 11, which is coming out next week, they sell 2 million copies in the first weekend. The game's 70 bucks each. That's $140 million they made in a weekend. Any movie in the country would love to rake in that kind of money. That's so, and, and less budget, less cost. There's a lot more profit in the game than there is in a big budget movie. So, it's interesting, yeah. But I think that's part of what's driving the, the Laura Croft stuff. So, all I got to say is, 
I will not go see it because I never saw the other one. <laughs> I don't even think I saw the Angelina Jolie one. Actually, I thought. Oh, Angelina Jolie ones are awful. Awful. Yeah, I tried uh, to watch them and uh, it was on board, but I didn't have a good attention span. Uh, something the boys watched this weekend. Um, they went on a mummy marathon. Marathon. Oh, I like the old mummies. Yeah, they watched. I even uh, liked the last one that everybody hated. I I didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty good, actually. They watched Mummy like, One and Two, and then they jumped over and watched the uh, um, uh, the uh, Tom Cruise Mummy, and then jumped back. So I could do a, a retro review on that Tom Cruise Mummy movie. Uh, then they jumped back. They haven't watched the third Brendan Fraser Mummy yet. <laughs> oh, I like that one. The Golden so, Army or something. Yeah, yeah. Have, has he, have either of you seen the Tom Cruise Mummy? I actually did. I didn't mind it I too much. It, to be quite honest. I mean, yeah. it, it was. Not I don't understand why everybody was. Yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't a great movie, was. but it was all right. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I, I don't understand why everybody was so treated like shit so much. I mean, I, I honestly think they could have built a universe off of it. They would have just stuck to their gun. Yeah, the um, it was interesting to me that at the end, you know, spoiler, the movie's been out for two years, but uh, the spoiler is that uh, Tom Cruise is the mummy. Whoa! Whoa! By the end of the movie, he's become the mummy. So, but uh, he's a Indiana Jones type mummy, right? Yeah, the best kind. So, I thought it was an okay movie. I didn't mind it. Yeah, it was pretty all right, and I think it got like a. a 23 or something. It got pretty low. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't terrible. There's plenty of action scenes. You, you could tell Tom Cruise took over the production and, and crammed in as many Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible style stunts as he could think of. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It, like you said earlier in, the, in our broadcast here, you know, Rampage got like a 50-something, and that's a god-awful movie. I mean, that movie, uh, everybody should be fired from that. From ever working in Hollywood again, except <laughs> The Rock. Except The Rock. Except The Rock. Everybody else should be fired. Oh, it's got a 50. It also is 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. What? The Mummy. The Tom Cruise Mummy. Oh, that's, yeah, no, no, no. That's not, not a 15%er. No. no. No, I would I would even go as high as giving that, like, a, I mean, y'all may think I'm crazy, but like in the 60s. Early seventies. I just thought it was. Didn't think it was that bad. Oh, my early seventies, but I'd probably go sixty. I didn't understand why everybody was shitting on it so much. I would. The only thing I kind of wish they. I wish they had actually referenced the uh, um, Brendan Fraser, even if it was just uh, um, you know, uh, Imhotep. Back in back when it was the the scenes back in in Egypt, you know. And here's another thing, and you say that, and I totally agree with you. That's, that it, this is another example of you want to build a universe. Well, here you got something you can build it off of because those stories happened in the 30s and 40s. Yeah, so, there's no reason why it couldn't have still happened. Yeah, you could still connect it. I mean, why not? And that way, you built, you've already got a. Pretty solid foundation for your universe that you're building. You can yeah, still tell your your darker story that you want to tell, but just connect it to that. You know, show a picture of Brandon Fraser and say, "Yeah, this chump 
you know, discovered hacking the blah, blah, blah. I mean, so you got to do. I wouldn't even go that far. I wouldn't even show Brendan Fraser. I would go back. I would just say when you're showing the scenes in the past where, uh, what was, what was that mummy's name? Uh, Aminette. So her name's Aminette. If they had shown a scene or where, where, you know, Imhotep was there, uh, as a part of it, there you go. That's it. Like, like where, where he was a priest, cause that was his whole thing was he was a priest and, and, uh, was in love with the Pharaoh's queen, you know, the, whatever you call the Pharaoh's wife. But, um, uh, if you just showed him for a second and, and then you're like, ah, oh, I get it. So this is, this is in the same universe. That's cool. That's all they had to do. Yep. That's it. Uh, that would have been fine. Everybody, everybody, it would have been perfectly fine. But no, no, no. Let's make it a little bit more convoluted. Yeah. Not have any connection. So, yeah, I love the old Brandon Fraser ones. They they reminded me of a little bit more of a a little campier uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. The first one, I mean, the second one was, you know, it, it kind of went off the rails pretty fast, but. Uh, the first one was it's it's a good movie. It's it's an enjoyable watch. So I've never seen the third one. So that's that's the next thing is to go. Well, like the third. You may not like the third one. Uh, it's, you know, it's got a different. He's got a different actress for a while. His wife. Yeah, yeah. They said that she backed out. That uh, Rachel uh, Vice backed wow. out because the script was. They had so many script problems. Yeah, so. but I mean, it's not the best, but I still enjoyed it. You know, the, his son's like, you know, 11 or 12 now, and it's, it's, it's all right. It ain't bad. It ain't bad. I like Brendan Fraser, though. Then you should watch the Doom Patrol. I know. I heard he's pretty good in it. He's pretty good in the Doom Patrol. It's hard to look at him because he has not aged well, but... He's still well, he's very, a robot, isn't he? Well, the, but there's several times where you kind of see him pre-robot, or when you know when you're in his mind and you see his like you know his what he thinks he looks like, and it's like honestly, in my mind, I don't look like I look like you know in real life. I'm sure I look better in my mind than I actually do. <laughs> he somehow looks worse. <laughs> Ouch! Damn. So it's it's hard it's hard to watch Brendan Fraser nowadays. So just, uh, I'll put that out there. Just a warning, huh? It's a little warning. It's it hurts it's because he's been out of the you know the public uh, public eye for like ten years. Yeah, you know, they said he like injured his back really badly in in one of the mummy well, movies. They, well, they also said he got blacklisted because he somebody made one of these Hollywood execs made sexual advances from him. He uh, turned them down, and voila, got blacklisted. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, but it's it's a weird thing. It's almost like they put Brent, like they put Brendan Fraser's Fraser's face on an old man's body. It's uh, there's a it's jarring. It is jarring when you see him. So, <laughs> but his voice acting is tremendous as Robot Man. So. I will have to check that out. All right. Can you can you watch all of them by next week? Maybe you better hurry. Shit, I gotta watch all Star Trek Discovery. I don't know when they're gonna shut down this DCU DC Universe app. 
You there? Yep. Nope. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Brian, oh, are you still there? Are they going to give you a refund if they shut it down? I mean, shit. It'll make it to uh, it'll make it a year, but Fine. I got a feeling they're going to start curtailing the the content because they don't know what's happening with the Warner Media. Damn, man, that sucks. That truly fucking sucks. That'll be good. Don't worry. All right. So, uh, any any uh, what's going on? We don't have Avengers quite yet. Anything. For next week, other than uh, Podman Run watching all of uh, Star Trek? Um, I don't know. We may go catch a movie this weekend. Anything coming out? I heard that missing link, although my, Alex won't go see it. I heard it was it got like a 92. Yeah, all those uh, lackey, uh, yeah, all those Leica movies get good reviews, like Kubo and the Two Strings, which I can't, I can't praise enough. I love that movie. Is, is, was that Isle of Dogs too? No, no, that's the Wes Anderson. Uh, oh yeah, this weekend is. Uh, oh no, that's next weekend. What is this weekend? Oh, La Yodora is this weekend. What is that? It's a horror movie. One of those PG thirteen horrors. Oh shit! Fuck that. Between horror. Everybody's just kind of waiting for Avengers to drop. Yeah. All right. That's it. So that's all I got, folks. All right. Well, we're waiting for Avengers to drop, and we'll we'll wait for uh, Brian to watch the old Shazam and Ron to watch the new Star Trek. And I'm oh yeah, probably won't. Uh, I'm still trying to get caught up on Veep, to be honest with you. Uh, I want to I want to power through Veep. Uh, of the two of us, Ron, I definitely have the harder job to power <laughs> through the old Shazam. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. But beep, I tried watching that. I just couldn't get into it. All right, well, it's good. I think you're missing something. You may be right, but you'll live somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you'll live somehow. But until next time, save it for the podcast. <laughs>